Hi, my name is DJ Trischler, and this is Process Out Loud podcast. It's a space where I reflect on everything that I've learned from teaching and studying during the previous week. Most of the content I'll refer to is from my experiences in the Masters of Design program through the School of Design at the University of Cincinnati's College of Design, Architecture, Art, and Planning, otherwise known as DAP. While there's a lot to cover in one week, I try to keep the episodes brief at about 10 minutes each. I hope you enjoy. All right, so this week, ah, gosh, what do I want to talk about? Uh, I like to begin with Welcome to Design, though. That's the lecture I'm teaching uh, on um, generally communications design and what it is. And so the theme of the lecture tonight that I'll be teaching is responsible design. And that comes from an article in Core 77 on the four fields of design by Bruce and Stephanie Tharp. And so responsible design, that might be what you would call social design or community-driven design, equitable or equity-centered design. Can't talk this morning. Um, And there's all kinds of other terms that fall under it. But what really differentiates it from uh, something like commercial design is that its intent is not solely to make money, like oftentimes um, commercial design is. And its intent is to help. Uh, underserved communities or underinvested areas uh, in the world. And so what I think the the big aha moment for me this past week is that one cannot practice responsible design the same way they practice commercial design. And that might seem obvious to you. Um, It wasn't obvious to me. I've spent a lot of my career using tools for commercial design. So branding and identity and website and basically just generally communications design in order to sell products or sell ideas or promote things. And um, oftentimes that put me in the position of being expert, the designer, and that I would design things for others that they needed. Um, Or I would design things for my clients who were designing things or making things for others. And there's a sense of dependency there where if you're designing for, say, like Procter & Gamble, you're always going to need um, diapers and soap. And you're always going to get them from Procter & Gamble if that's your brand that you're loyal to. But in responsible design, in some ways, um, from what I, I read and what I've learned, um, in particular, I think I'm pulling this from an article by George A. Um, on the Design Observer where he talks about what is good when in regards to social design. Oftentimes it's about... Um, people becoming less dependent on, on a group of experts. And, and I love what George says. Um, it's often too about creating conditions where others can do the design work and where we give up our power as experts and, and give it to others who have what George calls lived experiences. And so for me, that's really an aha moment. And, and you know, maybe a little late in the game for it, but uh, I'm glad to learn it now and I'm glad to teach it that, um, you know, we can't have the same mindset of commercial designers when we're doing work in the realm of uh, responsible design. So that's a big aha moment for me there. Um, I also taught last week about commercial design, which I think we're kind of inundated with that everywhere we go. We see commercial design, which is design that really is driven to make money and, um, you know, I definitely am wrestling with that. I've, I've really pushed against being a commercial designer throughout my career. Um, I've done a lot of it, though. And um, I think that this time in my master's, I'd really like to explore what it looks like to be more of a, a responsible designer or um, the other two fields that, that the Tharps talk about, 
is um, experimental and discursive. So design, um, you know, to explore ideas and design to uh, express ideas. So that's probably a good summation of what I'm learning in, in Welcome Design. Really still enjoying teaching that course. Um, the best part of it is at the end of class, students stay after and we talk about things, um, everything from philosophy to um, getting jobs to, uh, I guess, shows and things that we're watching. So I'm really enjoying that. It's, it's been a really great experience. Um, and design issues, we'll go into that next. I continue to design and study, not design, but study um, boondockers, which are people who either choose or, or don't choose to live in their vehicles. Um, I call it auto mobile homing. So um, living out of your car, living out of an Airstream, living out of an RV. And the goal of the class is to study the audience and really investigate um, the roots of uh, or source of that audience. And are there any spaces where we could solve problems, essentially, or design things, make common, as I like to call it. And um, you know, I had a moment this morning in my like meditations where I wondered if it would be interesting to design some sort of symbol for, for boondockers. Um, I had a friend, I have a friend, Austin, who's traveling the country and, and kind of turned him on to boondocking. And um, I had him record a conversation after boondocking his first night, and he said he wishes there was more information or identification. And, and so, like, what if there was a symbol of some sort that said, like, this is a safe space to boondock? Um, others have boondocked here. Um, I think reviews on the internet are good, but maybe not as trustworthy as, like, a physical material form. And likewise, there's so much uh, inequity, I think, in, in boondocking. Like, there's the upper echelon of, like, wealthy retirees and uh, wealthy millennials doing their, their van life thing, you know, escaping their parents' range and um, living off of a couple bucks and trying out minimalism. But then there's also folks who are forced into it or, you know, maybe driven for similar reasons to escape capitalism, but they don't have as much of a choice as the as the people in the upper echelon of, of van lifing and van dwelling and, and rubber tramping. And so maybe this symbol or flag could coalesce them. So I want to, I want to do that. I want to research that more this week. Um, I big, think the big learning though for design issues is um, getting back into a, a real literature review, not just reading articles and retaining information, but reading articles and annotating in a spreadsheet and, and connecting and seeing patterns. So that, that, that was pretty big this week um, for me. And yeah, I, I'm enjoying the research. Megan and I watched Into the Wild and Mr. Fantastic this weekend kind of for fun, but also it relates to, to what I'm studying. These people who want to get away from commercialism, capitalism, and live off the land. I'm starting to draw conclusions, um, maybe early conclusions, that the ideal situation is some sort of hybrid. I think living in community is the best situation um, with the option of, of travel. Um, but living with neighbors, knowing your neighbors, being seen and being able to see others, um, in, in Into the Wild, Tolstoy is referenced and he talks about having a neighbor, I think, and uh, having neighbors who need things that you can you can help. And also, I think in the same way, having neighbors who can help you. And, and at the end, McCandless, the guy in the, the, um, in the movie, he says that um, happiness is best shared, I think, is the quote. So, yeah, lots of learnings there. That also relates to my design strategy stuff, which I'll talk to in a, a minute. Uh, in typography, I just continue to, to keep learning how to teach. Um, 
I'm used to directing, which is like telling a designer what to do or um, owning the work myself and feeling like I'm responsible for it. But in teaching, it's about giving ownership to students so that they feel um, like they've learned and they're empowered and they can kind of navigate on their own and make their own decisions that lead towards a good design solution. And so I think the big thing for me this week was creating a, a questionnaire sheet for my students as they're working on this particular project where they could go through the sheet and ask questions. And rather than going directly to me or to their fellow students and saying, is this right? Um, they could go through that sheet and hopefully feel like they've achieved a solution that's close, if not there. And so I think that's the big thing I'm learning about teaching is how do I empower students that, that they can make their own decisions and um, I can coach them along the way or support them along the way and encourage them along the way. So type's been a lot of fun. Um, we've been in critique mode. Got to say, critiques are tough. Sometimes I just know a, pro a, a solution's wrong. Um, I'm not, I, I can't always explain it. And so I'm really glad I'm teaching a form-making class like typography as I'm doing all this research because it keeps me back in material and creating forms and learning how to investigate forms because ultimately as a communication designer, that's a large part what I do, what we do. Making common through um, you know, line shape, texture contrast, or as Massimo Vanelli talked about, you know, type, form, and color. So last but not least, uh, in, in design strategy, this it's been a little bit of a, a slow week there because we presented our final presentation, our trends forecast, and we really studied trends and and values changing and value shifts as coronavirus pandemic, um, COVID nineteen civil unrest unfolds. A lot of what I'm reading is that in crisis. Um, people shift their values and the world changes for a bit or it changes for a lot, uh, a long time. And so what's going to happen in the future? So I, in particular, I spent my time studying people um, getting off the grid, uh, moving into rural eco communities. Um, actually, they're mostly, you know, within 30, 20 minutes of a, a city so they can be close to the amenities and grow their own food. Again, it's kind of that hybrid where you have Wi-Fi, you have technology, you have, um, you know, some grid supplies like water. And, but on the other hand, you're not completely um, dependent on those things. And maybe that actually relates back to responsible design. I think our society is built on dependence on government and on corporations. And it's, it's like we're overly dependent on those things. And I think that people have questioned that for a long time. But I, I wonder if in this pandemic... Um, people will start to question that even more, especially feeling a little bit high and dry. And, you know, we, you know, what somebody said on Twitter, a pandemic happened and the government gave out $1,200. Like it's, it's kind of ridiculous, right? And so a lot of people didn't have the money. A lot of people maybe didn't feel like the supply chain was as safe as it could have been. And so maybe they are leaning towards dependency, um, codependency with each other, um, on the land and growing their own food, making their own stuff, and still, you know, somewhat dependent on other structures. But again, it gets back to that hybrid model. I like the term, I was calling it um, transactionships, relationships that lead, or transactions that lead to re relationships. Um, seeing more of those through bartering economies in these little, little rural communities. Even happening on my street, we, uh, you know, we have one lawnmower, or one of, there's one lawnmower that I share with a neighbor. Why buy two, right? And we have a fire pit that we share with a neighbor. Why buy two? So, yeah, I'm studying and I get to kind of be a, 
an audience member um, participant in that that category or group as well. But yeah, I think design strategy mostly kind of um, on a break this week, but still very much thinking about it and um, really happy to have finished and completed our first trends forecast. And now today we're actually going to be moving into some new things. So with that, I'll close. I'm, I'm past my 10 minute mark. Um, I hope you're enjoying this. Over the weekend, I started, uh, I'm trying to publish this on Apple and I've got it up on Squarespace and uh, I'd love to keep doing this as I go through my master's program and beyond. And if it's something you like, let me know. And if there's anything you want me to talk about or uh, you want to process together, reach out, please. All right. Have a good day.